We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive that. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by a man who claims he's Chris, but I'm not convinced. It's Chris. I'm equally suspicious about you, oh. Jack, and the dog. Especially the dog. Especially the dog. Especially the dog. The dog brings everybody down in this film. Why are we so suspicious of each other today? I woke up and I had different socks on from yesterday. <laughs> No, not that. Of course, it's because of uh, the film. That's called The Thing. I forgot the title. John, uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, 1982, full of bloody shape-shifting aliens. Makes you paranoid and Deep terrified. paranoia, yeah. Yes. yeah. Starring Kurt Russell as Mac, a pilot who is stationed in an Antarctic research centre. Shall we get into the film, Chris, and all the gruesome shizzle that goes down in that? Oh, yes, indeedy. Right, so, film opens up with a helicopter chasing down a dog. Perfectly innocent dog, you would say. It's a poor little puppy dog just Yes, going do you know what the run. breed of the dog is? Husky? Uh, no. French. It's <laughs> French not. French bulldog. It's a mal... Malmumate, something like that. I, um... When I was, um researching the film and stuff i did click on to see what the dog's breed was okay now i know you're not chris because you did research for the show killed him <laughs> <laughs> this dog eventually finds its way into kurt russell's uh, science camp place and the helicopter lands and a norwegian scientist comes out trying to shoot the dog he misses and shoots one of the scientists that come out and going hey why is there a helicopter trying to shoot a dog and um, this prompts Gary to shoot the Norwegian scientist through the eye in self-defense so nobody else gets hurt. The scientist that gets shot also drops a grenade or he was going to throw a grenade. And there's a, um, uh, another scientist in the helicopter that drops a grenade. Oh, he's trying to throw that at the... Yeah, so two dog. scientists, two Norwegian scientists die at this point. The helicopter guy blows up as the other Norwegian guy's chasing the dog on foot. Yeah. So shot and blown up. Now, none of them speak English, the Norwegian scientists, so there's communication barrier yeah. there. So how do we survive and say, that dog is a bloody alien that shapeshifts and murdered everyone back at our own base? It's quite simple, really, if you think about it, Jack. You're in a helicopter chasing a dog, well, an alien dog, but the alien, uh, you know, assimilates and takes on whatever it digests. So I'm guessing it can only run as fast as a dog could normally. Mm. You could easily fly the helicopter down. You simply tilt it forward. <laughs> the spinning blades will make quick work of the dog. Chop it up. Exactly. Good plan. Or you fly over it and a Norwegian scientist jumps out of said helicopter landing on said dog. And a, a bloody fight ensues. Which a scientist would lose because it is the he's thing got a gun. after all. Yeah, he's got a gun, but guns don't really the affect thing's the thing. The bitch. Because the thing... It's running from the helicopter. <laughs> the thing is... um. It's a shapeshifter, isn't it? It will split open and tentacles will come out. If you jump on that dog, tentacles are coming out and wrapping around and choking you and and killing you. So I, I like the idea of helicopter blades. The only yeah. problem with that is if you get gunk on you, that gunk will then No, because you're going to be you'll be inside the helicopter. It's not. It's not one that's open on the sides. It's all. It's all closed up from what I can see. Yeah. So it would just spray up the windows a bit. You, you have to clean it. <laughs> that's windscreen wipers, by the way. Just going. 
Okay, windscreen wipers on helicopters. And helicopter blades. It's perfect. It is perfect. And then that way, if you take out the thing dog earlier, you never meet the American exactly. scientists that shoot you and blow you up. As far as they're concerned, because if you crash, they're like, oh no, you've crashed, let us come help you. Of course, the new gym scientists are going to be tripping out anyway, so they'll probably just shoot the Americans. Yeah, they might still be a bit paranoid yeah. if they think that the thing has taken over Kurt Russell's base as well. Mm. So yeah, mm. tense stuff. So obviously intrigued by the sudden appearance of these mad Norwegian scientists, uh, Mac, Kurt Russell's character, takes Dr. Cooper to investigate the remains of the base there. And what they find is a shit ton of destruction, bodies everywhere, people that have committed suicide by slitting their wrists, and the blood has frozen in place, so like little icicles, and it's just crazy. But while they're there, they do discover what they think is uh, human remains, but they look really weird. It's got like a face grown out of another face, and um, it turns out that it's the thing. And um, yeah, they take that and a bunch of research that the Norwegian scientists have done back to their base, and uh, the dog that they were chasing is still there. Clark is told to put that dog in with the other dogs and when he does he leaves all the other dogs are sleeping and that dog walks into the cage and just stares at a wall creepily and then its face splits open and it kills all the other dogs and the commotion brings back everyone else and um they see this thing and and torch it which leads them to go right there's obviously something very weird happening down at that norwegian base and we need to keep everything that was in contact there isolated. So Windows and Bennings are given the job of storing the stuff. Windows leaves Bennings, however, which gives the thing a chance to eat Bennings and turn into him. So by the time Windows gets back, Bennings is dead. And the thing Bennings, the replica Bennings, is um wandering around outside. The group surround the thing... And um, he looks almost exactly like Bennings, apart from his hands, which are all like weird and creepy. And then they set fire to to it, killing it. So when we see Bennings' dead body in the storeroom, he's got like tentacles and everything all around him. So there's obviously been some sort of struggle. Well, you don't split up, do you? You don't know it's an alien type thing yet, but you know something weird's going on. You've got some sort of thing in the base. If you're going to go off, you go off in pairs, which I did. But you stay with your buddy. You yeah. partner up. It's like when you're younger and you're going on a school trip, aren't you? And uh, I don't know. And they always say, have a partner. And you stay with your partner. So you, you don't, don't get eaten up. by an alien. So you don't get eaten by an alien. That's why, that's why they do it, kids. So you don't get eaten by aliens. Exactly. So, no. I, I, if they'd stay together, either they both would have been done or the thing wouldn't have attacked and would have, you know, chosen yeah. a later date. They explain that by the thing needs time in order to make itself look like whoever it's eaten. Yeah. So if Windows was still there, it wouldn't have had time to turn into Bennings mm. because it would be vulnerable and maybe Windows could have flamethrowered it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or when the thing turns up, Bennings could have quite got out a cassette player, put a tape in it, push play. The Mortal Kombat theme would have played, and I would have shown you real carnage. I'm not sure Bennings is um, as proficient as most of the characters in Mortal Kombat. It's a shame. What kind of fatality would you use in order to beat the thing? Unless you're like Scorpion and you do the head. I would fire eat it. Thing. 
That would not end well for you because it would burst out of you like an alien. Oh, no. Because well, it's yes. No. Yes. I choose not to. You choose to ignore the rules of the film. I don't give my consent for it to pop out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, buddy, buddying up. Yeah, buddying up. Best way to do it. Okay. And if Windows does leave, if you're Bennings, is there a particular way that you would... Don't let him leave. the alien? Um, no, it depends how it attacks him, really. We, you, we don't see it, so it's hard mm. to say... I'm going to assume it's a sneak attack. Yeah. Given the way his body is found in, like, a corner of the room, isn't it? So I'm guessing it was, like, you know, sneaky surprise. So back to the wall, on your guard. Do they have guns? They've got a shotgun, maybe a couple of rifles, and I think one of them's got a handgun as well. Some sort of weapon with and you, then. And they've got flamethrowers as well, which is the one thing that yeah. can kill the thing. If not, some a plank of wood or something just to smack it away. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Until you can run, yeah. Beat the thing off with a plank of wood. Yeah. Right, so after this happens, um, Blair freaks out. He's done some calculations, and he realises that if the thing gets off Antarctica, it could take over the world in however many hours he, he figures out. So in order to prevent this in his mind, the best thing to do is to kill all the huskies so that they can't get away. Destroy all the radio equipment so that they can't radio for help and go, hey, come get us. We need help. And he destroys, they call it a tractor. It's like their transport around. And I think he also gets to the helicopter as well, which doesn't make Mac too happy. So his intentions are good. But he goes about it in the worst way possible. So the crew manage to restrain Blair and they uh, lock him in like a shed outpost so that um he's locked in a shed <laughs> like this us. sounds awfully familiar <laughs> we're in the midst of a thing attack at the moment so this is our the wind life. is howling out there it, it, is, is, it, is, it is going a bit creepy it's a miserable day That's we are bloody terrible cut off from the rest of the world <laughs> i am yes <laughs> really <laughs> we're cut off the rest of the world <laughs> so he's locked in a shed for most of the remainder of the film just so he calms down and uh, before Mac goes Blair warns him to watch Clark who is in charge of the dogs and spent the most time with the thing dog Blair's like watch him because he could be the the thing and Mac's like right I'll take it under consideration so they go back Blair's safely contained and Dr. Cooper thinks he can come up with a way of determining who the thing is using uncontaminated blood samples that he has in the fridge but when they go to get the samples and prepare this test, all of the blood has been cut and mixed. It's all, all on the floor and completely useless. And this makes everyone turn on each other, uh, accusing everyone of being the thing and knowing about the test and all sorts of stuff. Mm, yeah. So um, they all turn on each other, which is not its not good teamwork. No, but the thing's loving at this point. It's yeah, thinking, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, it's I've got to go in. Norris has a, a heart attack <laughs> and um, because of all the stress and the arguments um, and when they try to revive him Dr. Cooper's got the, um, the defibrillator paddles he tries once, gets no response tries again Norris's chest cavity opens up into a mouth and uh, his hands fall in, the chest cavity bites off Cooper's hands Cooper pulls back armless now and just bleeding bleeding out but he's in the way and now i'm not sure 
that wouldn't kill you, would it, losing your arms? It would hurt Both a lot. Hands. And you'd well, die eventually of blood loss. Yeah, if you didn't torn, you know, torn, torn, quit it, torn, quit it. How do you say Stick it? Stick a bandage on. Yeah, if you didn't, a big so plaster. Put something tight round it. You know, stop the blood flow. Pretty soon, you're gonna bleed out. Yeah, but Mac doesn't give him the chance to because as soon as the thing reveals itself and it goes through a horrible change and its head he pops flame up, throws him. he flame throws <laughs> it. Possibly with Cooper still in the firing line. So. If having his arms bitten off didn't kill him, maybe being flamethrowered did. It may have done. Does this mean when Norris had his heart attack, the thing was just faking it, just to mess around? Yeah, probably, because it wanted to take over more people, or try and kill more people off. Mm. What do you do? It's difficult, because, I mean, you don't think Norris, if anything, you're thinking of that other guy, the one he told him to keep your eye on. What was his name? Uh, Clark. Um, Clark. Mac hasn't told anyone else that he suspects Clark at the moment. Well, at this point, you're a bit paranoid of everybody, but there's nobody in particular you're thinking, oh shit, watch out for. Yeah. So when Norris goes down, I would be thinking, mm, don't help him just in case. Mm. I actually tell a lie, I would be thinking that. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, fuck it, he's down, move on. Being this character, obviously he's going to help. Yeah, he is, he is the doctor. I mean, I remember when, when watching it, he does it, is it? It's not like he does it, he shocks him and it opens up. He puts his the paddles on, he's about to shock and it opens up, so his hands fall in, don't they? Yeah. Don't be pushing so hard on the damn paddles. Exactly. You see that, you think the first reaction would be jump back and go, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, I was thinking that, like, well, you wouldn't even think about it, would you? It'd be automatic. Your hands yeah. would come flying back. I mean, what if they'd come back and the paddles had fallen in? Oh, my God, that's how he could have done it. That's Drop it. the paddles Drops in. Drop the paddles in. They shock, sets fire to him inside. Yeah. Burns it. Maybe. Oh, possibly. That's good. It would depend if the defibrillators had enough. Mine's broken, so yeah, it does. It does do that. <laughs> they're defective, and they're always bursting into flames. <laughs> Cooper's been like, "I've been meaning to get that fixed." It's, oh, thank God I did. Oh, there we go. But yeah, I mean, after he got his hands bit off, I suppose what Mac was thinking was, yeah, if we stop his bleeding, he could still change. He might be yeah, infected. He's I, been contaminated. Yeah, exactly. You can't take it. that risk. So I agree with Mac for burning him. In Cooper's way, what he should have done is turn around and sprayed the blood into Mac's face to blind him and then run in the hope that you've not actually turned. And now you've blinded the one person that's using He's going to kill you anyway, so run. <laughs> we got to look at it from Mac's point of view. He's just seen this thing suddenly bite off Cooper's hands. He's like, holy shit, it's going to get me as well and yeah, everyone else. So I reckon Mac's a, bit, Mac's a bit flamethrower happy. He is a bit trigger happy, but... He, he flamethrows a lot in this film. Yeah. He's very attached to his flamethrower. I don't blame him, really. No. Yeah. After being flamethrowered, Norris's head turns into a spider thing, which is quite creepy, and Mac again torches that, because, you know... Yeah, he, that's cool. He loves his flamethrower. Yeah, after that, Mac gets a bright idea to come up with another test for determining who is the thing. Childs is unwilling, and Mac threatens to shoot basically everyone who doesn't want to um, makes perfect do sense if you're unwilling to do the test that's a pretty strong uh, giveaway that you might yeah, be you, you're going to fail it yeah yeah but at this point people are also thinking maybe Max the thing so people are unwilling to be tied up and be tested just all in right, case okay. they tie themselves up Mac is the thing and then he eats them all because they're all tied up and they can't defend themselves okay yeah Clark does not want to do this and um, he goes to punch Mac and true to his word Mac shoots him in the face 
Quite avoidable, really. You don't want to do the test. That's fine. Don't try punching him. <laughs> he's got a gun and a flamethrower. Even if he, even if he didn't have that, if he's the thing and you're going to punch him, that means you're coming to you know close proximity, touching him. Yeah. Tentacles. <laughs> Tent- gonna come out and get you. Not even that. I think if you punch the thing mm. in the face, your fist it would like grow skin around it, and then your fist would be stuck in its face. Yeah. And then you've got no way of escaping. Exactly. So why even do that? Just say no. I'm not going to do it. If you come near me, I'm going to run. That's what the other guy should have done. Yeah, but then maybe Mac would still shoot him if he tried to run. Because again, suspicious of if, the thing. Yeah, yeah, if Clark is the thing. Oh, it's a toughie, isn't it? Okay, I'll do the blood test. Where I'm like, you ain't tying me down for shit. Yeah, but I will do the blood test. Mm. Mac does the blood test, which is basically he heats up a bit of copper wire. Yeah, and puts it in a sample of blood. The idea being that if the thing is a parasite that wants to spread round it will retract from the heat to try and survive. Yeah. And obviously, normal human blood doesn't do that, does uh, it? Or does it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Keep on the show. <laughs> uh, he does this test on Windows, and it shows that um, Windows is also not the thing. So Mac unties him, gives him a flamethrower, and um, they continue on with the test. When they get to Palmer's blood, it freaks out and um, tries to defend itself. And then everyone else that is tied up next to Palmer freak out because he starts shaking and and he eventually gets free Mm. and um, he goes to attack Windows who tries to burn it but hesitates for a split second the thing opens up its Palmer head tentacles Mm. come out grab Windows pulls him into his head mouth thing yeah sort of like eating him yeah holds onto his head and ragdolls him around the room yeah um mac finally gets his flamethrower to work shoots it with that the thing barges through a wall and then um mac uses some explosives and and blows it up mac then turns back to stop windows changing into the thing and just flamethrowers him before he can split open and horrible tentacle things can come out of his chest and stuff so yeah so Palmer is the thing and your windows don't hesitate <laughs> why are you hesitating you know what it is I mean he hesitates a bit obviously because Palmer looks like Palmer so he's like oh Palmer's my friend maybe as soon as his head splits open and tentacles are coming yeah, out fuck that flame throw the crap out of it Palmer's dead we don't see no. how he dies, though, Palmer, because that's, that's the uh, thing. He's building yeah. up suspense, so... Yeah, I He can't survive as Palmer. But Windows Man! Exactly. Come I would have flamethrowed... Yeah, you, you want a flamethrower straight away. I mean, what the hell was Mac doing? I think... I can't remember. I think his flamethrower had jammed or something. Of course. So it, it, it jammed. It jammed. He'd I'm been sure too trigger-happy. So yeah. He, <laughs> he's ran out of fuel for it. Probably ran out um, of fuel, yeah. Yeah, don't hesitate, man. Flamethrower straight away. Burn it. Burn it to like, the ground. I would have probably flamethrowed before it even got out of the chair while it was still changing. Yes, I probably would have killed the others that were still yeah, tied up. Probably killed but Gary and Child. We could have we could have ended it all then. By killing everyone. We could have done it. Just Mac and Windows left and the guy that's locked up. Yeah. So the test continues. Mac, Gary, Childs and Niles are all proven to be clear of the thing. Chiles and Niles. I mean, yeah, come on, that's Chiles inventive thinking, Niles. isn't it? <laughs> they got bored, so they're just rhyming names. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Gary and Niles decide to give Blair the test to make sure he's not the thing and they leave Childs at the base with strict instructions that if Blair comes back without them, 
He's to kill Blair, burn him, shoot him, do whatever he needs to. Mm-hmm. But when they get to the shed, they find a hole, and um, it turns out Blair has been trying to build something, whether it's a spaceship or like some kind of communicating thing. Whatever it is, it's clear that Blair is now the thing. Okay. So leaving him on his own in the Not shed. Not a good thing. Was he already the thing, though, when they put him in there? Um, Ooh, I don't who knows? think so. Because I was thinking, it wouldn't make sense for the thing to destroy those things that would help it, you know, get, get off and spread. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they fucked up by putting yeah. Blair in there. Because they've left him alone. He's an easy target. target. Yeah. How did it get in there, though? Um, well, it's it's a shapeshifter, so maybe like a tiny bit of it managed to crawl in and grab hold of him and wrap him up and eat him or something like that. Mm. Or maybe one of the um people while they were Palmer, because we don't see him oh, change. Yeah. It might have been him. He gets in there and um does things. But yeah, this whole film builds up a good sense of uh, oh my god, what's happening next? Who who, who do is you trust? it? Yeah. Obviously not Blair, because no, don't he, trust. He's the thing. So they've lost track of Blair. Mac, Gary, and Niles decide that right, we're going to blow up the whole base. That'll either kill the thing, or it'll draw it out. It won't be able to survive in all the fire and stuff. So they set up explosives um, underneath the base. Gary wanders off to set some explosives in the tunnel where Blair manages to sneak up on him, sticks his hand in his face, and the skin and his Blair's fingers, they sort of merge, and he's like... Oh. Yeah, it's like it's like he's put him into... Not his mouth, around his mouth, and it's just but gone... Like, in his skin. Yeah, the fingers are sunk into the skin, and he's then stretching his hand out, so it's pulling the skin yeah. apart. And there's probably tentacles going into... Yeah, yeah, inside Gary him, and, yeah. like, messing him up on the yeah, inside. yeah. Gary dies and then Blair just drags him hand still like in his face drags him along um, Niles thinks he hears something and goes to investigate deeper into the cave where Gary was and when Mac turns around Niles is gone and then something something the thing something <laughs> is crawling through the snow yeah. at Mac Mac throws a stick of dynamite at it uh, when the, a scary monster pops up from the snow. It's all tentacles and horrible, horrible slimy bits. So Mac throws a stick of dynamite, um, escapes, and uh, the whole complex blows up. And just when you think it's safe, Childs finds Mac, and uh, the two of them have a, a chat, neither of them really trusting the other one is or is not the thing or a person mm-hmm. they share a drink and uh, the film fades to black so we don't know if they survive because um, it's pretty cold in the Antarctic yeah base is destroyed they're fucked yeah pretty much unless I don't know how long mere hours I'd imagine before you succumb to the cold hypothermia yeah but there is like lots of fire around them from all the explosions and stuff yeah but it's not in a close area it's all open isn't it so like heat's going yeah and how long would it be before help arrived 
days. I mean, did they send out a distress signal at all? No. No. Weeks then. Could even be weeks. They could try and make it back to the Norwegian base. Given that um, Childs is really Childs. Yes. And Childs... Mac is really Mac. Yeah. Ooh. Mac could have changed before this entire film. <laughs> he could. He could be the original thing. He could. Ooh. Creepy. Going back to the earlier ones with the guy getting his uh, the hand in the face. Oh, Gary, yeah. Buddy system <laughs> would have been fine. All right, don't go off on your own. I've said this once. I've said it twice. I've probably said it a thousand times. I've said it a lot. But I think it's I, still a valid yeah, point. I think I've used buddy system on other films, probably. Yeah. Like Scream, for example. No! <laughs> Stay together. Don't go off on your own. It's a classic horror. Not just for horror, but any survival yeah. movie type thing, really. I mean, they could have gone back, got childs. And then there's four of them, and then they could have each had a buddy. Yeah, exactly. Even numbers, people. Even better. Even better. Yeah. It's kind of harsh for them to decide to blow up the base and not tell Charles what <laughs> they're going to blow it up. Yeah, Charles is walking along, guard. explodes up. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, that's not good. Poor Charles. He yeah. could have died. Do you think it was Charles, though? He could Ooh, be the thing. He could, he could be, be a yeah. person. It's interesting, unclear. isn't it? It is, yeah. Mm. And uh, Niles, we don't see how he dies. Um, I imagine the thing wants to get him. Yeah, I imagine he dies. Uh, glory, gloryful, gloryful, goryful. I cannot say the word. I'm trying. <laughs> Gloryfield, gloryfield, goryfield. Not glory. I'm trying to say gloryfully. He dies a bad death. <laughs> Full of tentacles and disgusting things. And monsters and screaming and yes. face melting that's, and everything. That's, that's how I imagine he went. Poor Niles. Now what Max should do, get some fire, because it's going to be, you know, it's fire all over the place. Just pick up a bit of flaming metal, alright? Hold it underneath your skin. Your skin will burn slightly. Now do the same to Charles. If his skin burns slightly, fine. If something happens and his skin starts peeling back <laughs> off the bone... His explodes into a mouth-grabbing yeah, thing. Yeah, then you know... Then you know, and when you realize, and assuming he's human, it's even better, because when the food rations run low, and things get desperate, <laughs> you kill Charles <laughs> and turn cannibalistic, or you go to the Norwegian base and send out a distress signal. Either way, that would be nicer. You got something. Or at least go to the. I don't know if the communications work on the Norwegian base because they might have done yeah. the same thing. They might have had a blair that went if crazy. They a bottle of scotch. I mean, technically, alcohol's not good for you, so they're either parasites, shouldn't have drunk it. Because they'd have been like, oh no, I'm... It's a poison. Yeah, to an extent, yeah. Hmm. So when he shared the drink, no, I've just solved it. This riddle that's puzzled people for since 1982. Charles is human. Done. Because he can drink. Yeah. Or maybe he just pretends to. Maybe he puts it up, pretends to have a swig, and then just goes... And then that way, the saliva... On the bottle. You bastard. No. Infects no. Mac, turning Mac into a thing. But then Charles really is human, and he doesn't know what the hell's going on because Mac's now turned into a thing from him. Because Mac's now heating up a piece of metal and trying to hit him with it <laughs> to make sure he's a th- <laughs> <laughs> he's not a thing. <laughs> Come here, Charles. I just want to poke you with this hot. Mac should have done that. That would have been a great test. He sh- could have picked up something flaming easily. Just like singe your elbow or something. Like. Just so to if, prove if the blood if the blood moved away, I reckon the skin would have like peeled back, or like a tentacle would have came out. Something would have happened, wouldn't it? Maybe, yeah. But the best course of action is to 
get to Norwegian try base. Try and get to the Norwegian base. I'm not sure how far it is on foot because they travel there by helicopter the first time. Oh, okay, they're not going to so get there on foot. So it might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah, def- you definitely need Jill's to, child sorry, to be um, human because you will need to kill and eat him to <laughs> finish the journey to the Norwegian base. And then use his skin to Keep as insulation warm. as yes, well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or you could just use bits and bobs that you find around to try and insulate yourself. No. No? Nope. Killing him... Take his bones as well. Use them as weapons. Spears. Yes. Build fire at Norwegian base and cook the rest of the dead bodies out of there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have any thoughts on the thing, um, email them to us. We could survive that at gmail.com. Any survival tips for the thing or for Mac um, better than eating childs at the end of it. That's perfect. <laughs> Come on, you never left Charles. Just do it. <laughs> um, yeah, email them to us. Or you can tweet us um, your thoughts on the podcast, whether you liked it, whether you liked the film The Thing. If there is a future film that you want us to talk about, do that. We or could survive. if you've seen the original 1950s thing, or indeed the prequel, which came out in 2011. Yes. We might do them eventually. Maybe not the 50s one. Mm, I'm probably going to watch it. Why? I I own a black and white film. Can you guess what Sin it is? Sin City doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> if we count Sin City, I own three. But ignoring Sin City 1 and 2, I do own a black and white film. Tell me. It's the original George A. Romero uh, Night of the Living Dead. Cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. It, uh... If you think that's cool, tweet us. We could survive. Um, pictures of the thing in what's glory yeah I don't know what picture they use on the on the poster oh that's somebody in a big furry coat don't they yeah we need a furry coat send us pictures of furry coats yeah Antarctic survival gear gear, (laughs) Um, next week we're going to be doing Star Trek which uh, should be good Um, other than that yeah Chris want to end the show so anyway thank you for listening to we could survive that your weekly survival guide to the movies we will see you all next week like jack said uh, for the film star trek until then keep on surviving goodbye before we go chris there is one mystery left to be solved what's that are you the thing <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i was like for a moment i was like what noise does a tentacle make i was like they don't make noises what? they're just slimy things yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and then it, the episode just ends nothing else I might do that ah! <laughs> my attempt at a Wilhelm scream <laughs> I got cramp halfway through and I had to quietly try and move my leg <laughs> that was great fun oh. uh, I'm going to stop this recording before it crashes oh yeah oh yeah you're the thing ah! I might just end it with a Wilhelm scream ah!